Welcome to Inside the Crease, the podcast from Power Hockey Canada, dedicated to the Power Hockey community, showcasing the sport, the players, the coaches, and the unique and inspiring stories of life with a disability that break down barriers. Now, please welcome your host, Matt Vecino. Hey, everybody. My name is Matt Vecino, and this is the final episode of Inside the Crease, presented by Power Hockey Canada. Joining me today is Power Hockey player Jaden Shaban from Calgary. How are you doing today, Jaden? I'm good. How are you? Not doing too bad. Finally enjoying the nice weather that we're getting here in Toronto. How is it in Calgary? It's finally nice. Yeah, we had a week of rain, but okay, that's know. good. Yeah, yeah, no one, no one likes the rain. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's jump right into it, Jaden. Can you tell me how you first got started in pair sports? Um, so first I started playing power soccer, and okay. that was when I was twelve, and that was because lots of people in the spinal muscular atrophy community played it. Mm-hmm. And so, but also after that, like I think four years after I played soccer there was lots of players that played both so they kind of got me into hockey as well okay yeah so like you're saying you started in power soccer and then got involved in power hockey a few years later um being a woman yourself do you think there's a lot of opportunity for women in para sports or do you think that it's there's, there's not many choices and it's more so geared towards men um i wouldn't say it's like i wouldn't say the sport itself is geared towards mm-hmm. men and like it's not an opportunity for women but I do I do feel like there isn't a lot of girls that play the sport so in that sense I feel like it is sometimes a bit intimidating for new girls to join because I know in my league there's only like a handful of girl players okay and so like I don't mind being one of the only girls but I can see how it is kind of nerve-wracking to start but I wouldn't say the sport is geared towards men. I think it's pretty, it's even. pretty it's just, Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think you brought up an interesting point. Like you mentioned when you started playing power hockey, you're one of only a handful of women. When you joined the Calgary Power Hockey League, did you feel that you were being included and did you feel that they were inviting to you, being that there was only a limited number of, of women at the time? Um, I definitely feel like it was a kind of, it was mixed reaction. It was mostly good. There was lots of players that like, to this day, have always been so amazing that included me. But then I do mm-hmm. feel like there's the odd person, like it gets under their skin that I'm a girl, kind of. But I don't know. That's just like my perception. But it would never stop me from playing because I love to play. Of course. And I also love the people that are so inclusive. When when you're faced with someone that you feel like isn't really accepting and maybe is looking down on you being a girl, how do you deal with that? Do you like are you confrontational or do you just forget about them and play your game and keep playing because you love it? Yeah, I'm not a confrontational person at all. Like I won't ever call anyone out for saying, like being rude, but um, I more just try to focus on the game and not mm-hmm. worry about them. There has been times when it's like gotten to me a little bit, but. Most times I'm pretty good at just like separating myself from their because it is their issue. Of course. It really isn't mine. Like I'm like it doesn't. Ha- if they have an issue, that is kind of their thing that they need to sort out. T- totally, like you said, like it's not in they have to get over. It's 
it's not your fault. It's not your problem yeah. at all, right? Um, do you find that from the players that you are sort of connected with and have a good relationship, do they support you when you face those issues? Yeah, fully. Like, there's lots of times where I have told other players about certain things and they completely agree that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that was really nice is this last season I had a female coach and a male coach. So she was really awesome about, like, making sure everyone got equal opportunity and nothing mm-hmm. unfair was happening. Mm-hmm. I want to I touch on that aspect, the equal opportunity. I think one thing that's really unique about power hockey in particular as a pair of sport is it is a sport that's really inclusive of all people's abilities, whether or not they have upper body strength or they have SMA like yourself or, or messages if you like me. Do you think that, like, why do you think power hockey is, is so inclusive and what makes it unique in that respect? Well, it's so much different than like other, like sledge hockey or like rugby or wheelchair basketball in the way that no matter like what your strength is like above the waist, you can play. There's a way that you can be included. Mm -hmm. Like I know there's players that drive with like their heads and their mouth and that's like so awesome that they can play that way. And then there's also like you can attach your stick instead of having to just hold it and Mm -hmm. still like compete equally to the players that for sure i think you made a great point like there's a bunch of assistive technologies that people can use so it's mm-hmm. it's there's really no reason why anybody uh can't play obviously right yeah. it's so flexible um and moving back on to sort of the the women's side of things and being a woman in sport what would you say to young girls listening uh to this podcast that might be interested in power hockey tell them to try it like I know as I said it can be kind of intimidating it's always it's something new and I definitely know it's hard to go into unknown situations but I feel like they should all give it a try and I do genuinely feel like that they all will love it like before I played sports it was like completely different I had no way to express myself like mm-hmm. but this since I started playing pair sports it's just been so amazing I've met so many amazing people and I've got so many opportunities and I've traveled like to all different places for it it's amazing I think everyone should give it a try for sure I think I think you touch on a lot of good points like you have an opportunity to meet people to express yourself to sort of just push yourself out of your own comfort zone too um, and like you said you've had the opportunity to travel if I'm not mistaken you have the opportunity to represent Calgary at the Power Hockey Canada Cup in Toronto what was that experience yeah. like? That was awesome. That was so like eye-opening because you're so used to your lead. And I think I'd only played for one year before that. So that was my second year. Okay. And it was just, it's like you almost get the hang of playing in the lead and then you go to the tournament. It's like completely different. It's like yeah. you're in such a bigger pond. And it's just, but it was so amazing. There's so many awesome people there. And again, there's so many ways like different ways people were included in different ways they each played. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see. Now, I'm not sure how familiar you would have been with some of the other women across the country that play power hockey, but was it eye-opening to see some of the other women on other teams across the country and even the United States excel in that tournament as well? Yeah, there was lots of girls that were so amazing. And 
like we're right out there, like always scoring. And like in Calgary, we don't really have, I don't think we have as many girls that hold their stick that are that scoring. They mostly mm-hmm. play defensive. So it was really cool to see them like out there, like in the boys' faces and giving it to them. It was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but obviously like you said power hockey has a lot of great positive attributes, not just a sport, but, but how has power hockey uh, made you a better person or what sort of lessons have you learned from playing power hockey the last few years? Definitely it really opened me up to a community of all different people. Like before I played sports, I didn't have a community with people who were, had disabilities as well. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of, I felt isolated because, like, at school, there was no one in a wheelchair, what I can mean. But it's really nice to see older people in wheelchairs than me and, like, they can talk to you about certain things and, like, give you advice mm-hmm. and even mentor you in many ways. Yes. Yeah, t- touching on that a little bit, have have you been trying to get more girls and, and young women that maybe around your age involved in the sport when you, when you meet them? Yeah, there's um a few girls I play soccer with, and I I keep telling them to come and try, but I don't know. They haven't yet. I'm hoping they will. Yeah, and that that's interesting. How long have you been playing power soccer for? Much longer, correct? Yeah, I think about six years. And do you think that power soccer is, is there more is there more women in power soccer than power hockey, or or what's what's that like? Um, it's definitely, it's mixed as well. Like, in Calgary, there's a, three girls, I think, okay. that play. And then it's mostly boys. But then when you start to travel, again, like with hockey, you see more, you're more exposed to the girl players. And, like, mm-hmm. I know in Vancouver, they have, like, some of the strongest players and they're female. So that's always really cool to see. And it's almost something to, like, strive for when I see it. Like, that's what I want to be. For sure. Just touching on that, it seems like like three isn't that many women, obviously, and, and girls playing power hockey or power soccer. What do you think is is the barrier? Do you think that like there's just not advertising to women enough? Or do you think that maybe the sport's not showing that it's being inclusive? Like why do you think more women aren't aren't participating? Um, I think I don't know if it's I do feel like sometimes young girls aren't exposed to sports as much as like a boy would be. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something they like to watch. So I feel like that could be part of it. Like they just don't have an interest. I feel like it's also, it can be a bit like scary because it sometimes when you watch hockey, it does seem a little like. It's a little rough. Like, yeah. And it can be definitely intimidating. I feel like they just don't want to do anything to put themselves like in danger, but. I wouldn't say the league is like not inclusive and I don't I don't think it puts out ads that specifically like are just targeted towards guys, but I don't know. It's hard because I I've never felt like I wouldn't want to compete in sports. I've always wanted to do it when I had the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's like mostly fear. And I feel like it's because it is such a male dominated thing, they fear that like they'll either like not do as well or not be welcomed I think that's that's interesting and I think that's something that all para sports not just power hockey can really focus on is yeah. how to make sure that 
like girls and, and young women are confident and comfortable. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, if, if if I was a young girl and I and I went to go watch a power hockey game and I only saw Jaden Chavin playing, Chavin playing, I would I would be a little bit intimidated too, right? So yeah. I I think you're right. I think it's all about just getting more diversity and, and having more women participate. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Jaden. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, yeah. This is this has been great. It's been really awesome to have your insight. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was an awesome opportunity. Of course, thanks so much. All right, guys, we're going to have a quick break, and then Rachel Dean will be joining us as well. Power Hockey Canada is excited to be hosting the 2021 Power Hockey Canada Summit, presented by CoinSquare and Amelior, this July 9th to 11th. This three-day, 100% virtual event is going to be full of live sessions, opportunities to connect socially, and have some fun along the way. The summit will feature a live panel discussion on diversity and inclusion in parasport, a session on power chart sport awareness, a roundtable discussion on the world of power hockey, as well as a live edition of this podcast, and so much more. With everything that's happened over the last year and a bit around the world, Power Hockey Canada's goal is to bring the broader parasport community together. Whether you're a parasport athlete or supporter, for family or friends, anywhere in the world, everyone is welcome to the summit. Register today and don't miss out. Just head over to www phcanadasummit.com and join us. It's quick, easy, and free. We hope to see you there. All right, welcome back, everybody. Joining me now is Rachel Dean, a power hockey player from Oakville, Ontario. How are you doing today, Rachel? Hey, Matt. I'm doing good. Just uh, hanging out at home, obviously, because we're still in quarantine. So just trying to, you know, keep myself occupied and have some fun. And it'll be fun to do this podcast with you. Yeah, no, me too. I guess uh, lockdown sucks, but it looks like we're finally coming out of it in Ontario. So we sure have a good summer. Um, yeah, exactly. Anyways, let's jump right into it. So my first question is, how did you get involved in power hockey 10 years ago? Um, yeah, so I moved to Ottawa in 2010 to go to Carleton University for my undergrad and I lived in residence there and quite a few of the people who lived in the residence actually played the sport Mm -hmm. um, because the residence itself had a lot of wheelchair accessible rooms in it so a lot Mm -hmm. of us were in the same building Um, so yeah I just met a bunch of people in the residence and they asked me to come play so we went over to the Carlton gym with just some sticks and some balls and we started playing and yeah. I became obsessed like within minutes, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how it started. And then I just joined their league from there and started playing in Ottawa. Nice. And and it's been a few years now, obviously. How would you describe the power hockey environment? Would you say it's inclusive? Yeah, definitely inclusive. Um, I feel like people have talked about this before, but yeah, it's, I think it's, like the most if not one of the most inclusive sports there is because any age can play any gender can play um any level of physical ability can play as long as you have a power wheelchair so really um there's no excuse (laughs) like if you want to play there's a way for anyone to be able to play no matter what um and yeah like the atmosphere it's I mean, you know, it's just amazing atmosphere. Like all of us are like great, like friends and 
um, the volunteers, like the coaches, the families, and we're all so supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing better than like being in that gym and, you know, playing a game or even just before after the game, talking and hanging out. Like it's the best part of my week always. Oh, that's so good to hear that. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's very friendly. And I think that's awesome. Um, As you know, Rachel, this episode's about women in sports. And I spoke to Jaden Shabin from Calgary earlier. And one sort of thing we talked about is the, the inclusivity of women in the sport and whether or not male players get more opportunity in power hockey. Do you think that's a thing? Or do you think that men and women are treated equally in the power hockey community? Um. I think, I think they're treated equally. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, we definitely have a lot more male players in seemingly all of the leagues that I've seen um, Mm -hmm. and within ours. But for example, in our league in Toronto, there's at least a few girls, like maybe at least two girls per team, which definitely is the minority, but it's not like we're like, dismal like there's hardly any girls around you know what I mean yeah um so we are there um but yeah just not as many and I think that as can be evidenced by the fact that um myself and Megan have been on the tournament team for many years Megan Hines yeah Megan Hines yeah and like obviously Jaden and you think of Talia and Ottawa and all these different players like we're out there. Um, Mm -hmm. so I feel like it is inclusive because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Of course. And and like you said, you started playing in 2010 in Ottawa over the years. Do you think the sport has become more inclusive? Um, I mean, I don't want to say yes, because I feel like it's always been inclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, like from the start, Um, Like when I started, there were girls in the Ottawa League as well and, you know, older people, younger people, um, and again, all different levels of ability. And I mean, there really hasn't been that much of a difference from 2010 till now, like I said, because I feel like it's always been pretty inclusive. I know that there's been a few like initiatives to, you know, get, um, more girls um, or just more recruiting in general into the sport. Yeah. Um, and like, for example, this podcast, we're talking specifically about women in power sports. So that's great and something interesting for people to listen to. Um, so yeah, like doing little things here and there, I think obviously just keep it on the forefront and make sure that we're not forgetting to be inclusive of our recruiting. For sure, and I, I think you made a good point, but we're trying to obviously get more women involved in the game and just m- more people in general, like you said, more petition to, to draw the numbers. Um, but in terms of specifically women and girls, do you think there's enough opportunities for women and girls to participate in para sports? And how do you think Power Hockey Canada uh, can become a leader in that area? Um. Well, this is the only pair sport that I've ever played. So it's really my only like life experience with this sport. Um, And in this sport, I feel like, I mean, (laughs) the, the only thing that we can really do different that I can see is continuing to recruit at like schools or, you know, health centers or whatever we can do and ensuring that, 
maybe there is somebody like Megan or myself or the other girls in our league to be there as a mentor to maybe go up to some girls who are maybe shy or, you know, find it intimidating when they look at, you know, Nasib, Ramin, Mike, like all these like guys and they're like late twenties, thirties, like, Oh my gosh, how would I ever play with them? Cause that's mm-hmm. definitely kind of how I felt at the beginning. Um, it can be a little intimidating to play with guys if you haven't before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think for the league to just continue to um, be open and, you know, if we're wanting more girls in the league, which we are, to, you know, specifically look for ways that we can recruit them and not just focus on spaces where there might be males or whatever. Um, but I think the league is doing a really good job already. No, I, I think that's a great point. I think Power Hockey Canada is definitely trying to reach out to more women and, and new groups. Um, you, you touched on a really interesting point about how when you first started playing or, or other women that have started since, since you've been playing Power Hockey, there might be a little bit of an intimidation factor when you see some of these aggressive males or aggressive female players. Mm-hmm. As as a veteran woman in power hockey, when you see younger players, women or even men, mm-hmm. but specifically girls, do you think it's and do you feel a sense of like duty and, and pride to sort of help them and guide them in the start to the sport? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously with guys and girls, but specifically because there's so few girls um, and there's so few girls um in the league, I try to always, um, talk to them. Like I can think of a few girls who've joined in recent years and I always make sure to go up to them in the gym and introduce myself and just chat and ask about their goals or like what, you know, what they kind of want to do, what they want to get from the sport and Mm -hmm. then touch back every week or every couple weeks, um, and see, you know, how they're doing and if I can help with anything. So I've kind of just taken that unofficial role, you know, just yeah. to be like kind of like a mentor in our league. Um, but yeah, even like internationally, I remember a couple years ago, well, this would be nationally, like when Jaden started and Megan and I went up to her at a tournament and we're like, hey, we just want to introduce ourselves. You know, there's not that many girls around here. Yeah. So like, let's be friends or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, just like making sure that we're all helping each other, communicating with each other and, um, you know, being a mentor for new players, whether it's, you know, personal things or hockey things. Like it's just great in general to like have a mentor and have a friend. Right. So. No, for sure. I think especially when there's not many women, it's, it's great to have those mentors like yourself and Megan times that young girls can turn to, to get advice, not only about power hockey, but I think one thing that's really great about para sports and power hockey is the older players tend to give even life advice to younger yeah. players and sort of things that they've gone through. So I think that mentorship regardless is amazing. Um, switching, switching gears a little bit, obviously we've talked about women that are already in the sport and how we're trying to recruit, but for any of our listeners that might be women that might be interested in participating in power hockey, what piece of advice would you give to them and, and what would you say to them in order to encourage them to participate in power hockey? Well, 
I feel like everyone says this, that you really have to just come out and try um, because you really don't know what you're missing until you try it. Like Mm -hmm. the feeling of it is really what pulls you in it. Um, But in terms of just like taking that first step and just even getting yourself to the gym, getting yourself to a practice, if you're listening to this, like honestly, you won't find a better community of people like we're really like a family and I'm sure like the other leagues are too and it's just something that I'm so grateful that I've done in my life it's definitely one of the best things I've ever done in my life to become involved with this sport and these leagues so you know even if you just want to come out and watch um, or if you just want to come out and chat a little bit to people and see what it's like. You don't have to play right away if you're Mm -hmm. feeling intimidated or anything like that. Um, But yeah, I really, really encourage people just to come and try. And of course, if you don't like it, I mean, if you don't like it, I mean, honestly, there's not many, yeah, there's not many people that don't like it, to be honest, from what I've seen. But you know, a handful here and there, if they find that it's just not for them, then that's cool. But you know, at least you can say that you tried it and feel good about yourself right totally and like you said at the end of the day even if you don't enjoy the sport you get to meet some people you find a new community um it's it's a great opportunity to to meet other disabled individuals that are going through the same thing so there's definitely pros um, yeah there's a couple people i know like who don't even play but they just come on friday nights which is when our league happens just to watch and just to like chat and be a fan. Like, so that's definitely something you could do too. For sure. My final question, Rachel, is obviously you've been involved in power hockey for a number of years, 10 years now. How has the game positively impacted your life and made you the person you are today? Um, well, that could be a huge answer, but I guess, um, When I first started the sport, of course, I was 10 years younger than I am now, but I was much shyer, like super, um, you know, just quiet and, you know, Mm -hmm. wouldn't go up to people and chat really unless they came to me. And I feel like the sport has given me a lot of confidence, not only in, you know, becoming a better player and having teammates and feeling a part of a group, but even off the court, like just... Mm -hmm having the close friendships, right? Like it really makes a big difference. And I've met some of my best friends through the sport that I'll be friends with forever. Like my my relationship um, with my boyfriend is through the sport. So that's obviously very important. And yeah, it's just, it, it also gives you a sense of, you know, like you're really doing something like you're really, you know, you're really, um, out there and playing a sport and able-bodied people even will be like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And I'd be like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, yeah, it's so fun. Right. Of course. And I think it's great. Like able-bodied people, maybe they have stereotypes and we're breaking them through the sport. So I totally get that. Yeah. Awesome. Rachel. Well, I really appreciate you joining me. And uh, we'll bring back Jaden, and we'll do our six-shot shootout. Okay, looking forward to it. Now it's time for the six-shot shootout. It's six rapid-fire questions coming at you, so get ready. All right, well, welcome back, Jaden. Um, Rachel and Jaden at Inside the Trees. 
we like to end our podcast with a little bit of fun. We have a segment called the Six Shot Shootout. So I'm going to hit you with six, like, this or that type questions. So red or blue, uh, morning or night. Um, and you're just going to pick one or the other. No thinking, just, just go. So I guess I'll say the question, and then if, Rachel, you want to go first, and then Jaden, and we'll just continue going like that. Okay. Sounds good? good. Yeah. You guys are ready? Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Question number one. Would you rather FaceTime or text? Um, text. I would say text. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden, I don't know. I'd say FaceTime. I don't know. I feel like nothing comes across the way you want it on text. I feel like it's way easier to just call someone. Totally agree. <laughs> I, I, I take FaceTime as well. Winter or summer? Oh my gosh, summer. Who would pick winter? I don't know if Jaden's going to pick winter, but no, oh my summer, gosh. for no. sure. Winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially being in wheelchairs, it's only summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cookies or brownies? Okay, that is very hard. I would like a brookie <laughs> where you could like combine them together. <laughs> but I mean, I guess brownies because I'm like a chocolate fiend. <laughs> I'd have to say cookies, I think. That's so tough. I don't know. Live sporting event or a concert? What would you rather? Oh, that's like really hard. I don't know. Usually I try to go to like one Leafs game per year and that's always so fun. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, concert's really fun too. Okay, I'm going to say sports. I just like the atmosphere and like if someone scores a goal and everyone like yells at the same time, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a concert. I definitely love concerts. They're like so amazing that's one thing I missed since like this last year and a half I know me too I saw that I think in Toronto at least concerts are going to start in November so that'll be exciting Mm -hmm. cool I'll have to check out the list yeah me too okay question number five would you rather watch a Netflix show or will you say a TV series or a movie um for me a TV series I just like being able to binge watch whenever I want. And I like having lots of content of something that I'm really into. I've just always been a TV fan. Are you watching anything good right now? Um, We just finished Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's about um, a football coach that goes to uh, England and becomes a football coach there. But football there is soccer. So it's like the wrong sport. Um, so that's really funny. And also we're watching Kim's Convenience, you know, nice. shot in Toronto. Yeah, that's, love that's it. That's a good one. Jaden, how about you? Um, I'd have to go with TV. I really like, like, movie theaters, but I think overall I'd rather watch a TV series. Do you have anything on the go right now? Um, right now I'm watching Handmaid's Tale. Good show. It's pretty serious. It's not like, it's good, <laughs> but it is, like, definitely a bit heavy. But yeah. Really so good. true, so true. I think I have a few episodes left to season four, and yeah, it's it's dark. Um, final question for the six shot shootout: Would you rather a fancy dinner out or a backyard barbecue? Um, I feel like I'm saying like both to everything. Definitely both, but I would say. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong. 
I know you can't go wrong. I feel like because I've had so many backyard barbecues lately, because that's all we can really do. <laughs> I would just love the opportunity to go to like a nice fancy dinner and get dressed up and like put makeup on and like, you know, do something a bit different. So that's yeah. what I'll say. Yeah. Um, I think I'd say a dinner as well. I definitely, it's definitely nice to go somewhere and have like a big choice of everything to eat rather than just like what's at home. It's nice. Totally agreed. Especially being served too is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, before I let you both go, just my final parting question. Where do you see Power Hockey Canada going in the next five years? And and sort of what's what's your hope? Rachel, do you want to take it away? Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, the hope is just for it to keep growing. Um, the the organization has accomplished so much in such a short period of time already. And I really just want to continue to build stronger relationships with the States, obviously, and within the different cities within Canada. And also, um, of course, getting more involved in the international realm, playing um, with Europe and trying to combine our games a little bit more to make it a bit more cohesive for both of us. Um, so yeah, I think everything is going really well and we're on a great trajectory. So just keep going up. Jayden? Um, like very similar to what Rachel said, like definitely to get bigger. I'd like to see a lot more tournaments maybe closer to like mm-hmm. Alberta, maybe that'd be nice. Or like there's this really awesome tournament in Montreal with all a bunch of like sports and wheelchairs. And I think that would be a really awesome place for power hockey to end up because it would give so much exposure Mm -hmm. to players that play other sports and I'd also love to see more girls join the sports eventually have a bigger group of us yeah Mm -hmm. awesome well I really appreciate you guys taking the time to join me on this the final episode of season one of Inside the Trees it's been great and I appreciate it I hope you guys have a great day you too Thank you for joining us on Inside the Crease, the podcast dedicated to the power hockey community. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Visit our website at InsideTheCrease.com and follow us on social media at InsideCrease.